and welcome back to the Tennis Podcast. My name is Nick. I thought this was an Animorphs podcast. Well, I do want to talk about that right up here at the start. Tell me about it. Uh, I'm Brandon, not Animorph. Hang on, did you say Brandon or Landon? I said Brandon. Okay, let me write that down so I don't forget your name. Brandon. Brandon. Okay. Uh, Brandon, at the end of last week's episode... Mm-hmm. Uh, last week we talked about the best-selling book franchises in history. Not one of which was Animorphs. At the very end of that episode, we had an in-depth discussion on Animorphs and I've, all, we've gotten a lot of feedback about that. If you do want to hear myself and Brandon giggle like little schoolgirls for several minutes, that's the place to look. But I learned that the Animorphs, the people, okay, so they can turn into any animal they come into contact with. Oh, they don't just, ha- they're not like a werewolf no, or a werepanther? they're not like a set. No, they're not a set animal. That's great. But if they are an animal for too long and they don't change back, (laughs) they can become that animal forever. Okay. So, what's where does the risk of like staying an animal too long come in? So, I I was talking to a listener and he said that there was a guy who became a hawk and he never goes back to being human. So, then he's just a hawk from then on. His name was Tobias or Tobias. (laughs) In the TV show or the books? I'm not sure. So, Tobias's family, like he went out to school one day and never returned Mm -hmm. and like there was a new hawk around the neighborhood but... No one thought anything of it. Like they're putting up signs for their child, like people are going out in groups and walking fields and long lines looking for clues, hopefully, you know, like dreading finding Tobias's body (laughs) but he's just, he's like, nah, I turned into a bird. He's eating dead bodies. Because he's a hawk. Don't they eat dead bodies? I think they'd eat just about anything. Well, anyway, let's anamorph this on over to this week's topic. So, if you are a first-time listener, you're one of the few out there that is a first-time <laughs> listener, the way this show works is that one of us, either myself or Landon, come prepared with a top 10 list on... A, what is it? Brandon? Brandon. But I wrote it down. I have Landon here. Whatever. Okay. Uh, I wrote it down. So, Landon or I come with the top 10 list. Uh, the other person does not know what that list is until we record and then they try to guess the list in real time. So, you, our loyal listeners, can join me in guessing Brandon's top 10 list this week. So, Brandon yes. uh, or Landon, what is this week's topic? This week, we are talking about, we're guessing, you are guessing, deadliest jobs in America. Ooh. I always love death. <laughs> There's death, there's dismemberment. Okay. Do you, wait, do you mean the deadliest people with the last name Jobs in America? Well, Steve is dead. Deadliest jobs in America. The jobs that you die when you're on the clock. Uh, so, tell me about this list. What's the criteria? Where'd you find it? This is from the, Bl- the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Sounds like a f- fun time, a fun group to have at a party. Uh, they documented how many people died on the job in 2016 for the equivalent of every 100,000 people who held that job. So, we have a, a rate for each job, how many fatal injuries per 100,000 workers. You know, a few episodes back, you brought a list of the most common workplace injuries. Right. And I have to think that you get a pleasure out of people being injured or killed on the job. It's not specific to them being on the job, but I think there is something very interesting about someone getting paid to do something for which an accident could kill them. 
Mm-hmm. You, you and I have desk jobs, right? We both work on a computer. Well, you're ruining our legend and allure for the listeners, but <laughs> yeah, we're not. I'm sorry, we're not cowboys. <laughs> uh, but you have a desk job, and I have a desk job. And if I make an, if I have an accident, it's usually like an Excel formula was not pasted correctly into a into another cell on that sheet. Or if it's a physical injury, it's like a paper cut. Or well, I think the worst that could happen to us is maybe back problems or carpal tunnel. But butt problems. Butt problems. But there's something interesting about someone who does a job that's not typically seen as, you know, policeman or fireman, something where you're putting yourself directly in harm's way. But jobs where a mistake, a slip Uh, a moment of lost focus could get you murdered. And I also have for each of these jobs, the median annual income. So, we can uh, marvel at what... uh, Well, someone is willing to get paid for to risk their life. Yeah. Now, are these all deaths that happen right then and there or can some of these be like long-term radiation poisoning sort of thing? They could be that. Most of these things are things that if they happen to you, it probably killed you within a day or so, if not instantly. But I assume that if you didn't die instantly, there would be a lot of agony. Is any of these uh, recording a podcast with Brandon? Because there's a lot of agony involved with that. Um, there's nothing close to that. Hang on. Is there a Landon on there instead? Maybe that's where the confusion <laughs> no. is. Okay. Uh, before I even got into this list, what kind of jobs would definitely not be on here? Marshmallow <laughs> tester or pillow tester? Well, you could suffocate someone with a pillow. A coworker, an angry coworker, could come and smother a pillow tester. Everyone who works at the pillow factory is pretty chill. Sitting down jobs. <laughs> Sitting down jobs. Yeah, I saw an opening for that the other day. Sitting down job. <laughs> We're looking for someone to sit down. Down, not up. I had some trouble getting the right person for this. I'm gonna guess that um, baristas. Mm-mm, no, are not on there. Nothing in retail is on here. Being a teacher, because teachers are dying more than ever oh, with, yeah. uh, in America. Hot, hot button. Well, sorry. It's the truth. Teachers, teachers are not on here. Mo- I will say the majority of these jobs are done outdoors. I think that's the part of the lesson here is to stay inside. What about outdoor sex workers? Like prostitutes? Like street, walk- or street walkers? Yeah, the ones that do their business outdoors. Women of the night? Flying their trades? Um, I would imagine that that's probably not uh, tracked by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, but that their fatal injury rate is extremely high. Hmm. Is marshmallow testers a real thing? Um. Because you could have chosen anything there. Marshmallows mm-hmm. are a very choke hazard food, relatively. I mean. Did, remember that person that died doing the chubby bunny or whatever that game's called? Uh, do you stick a lot of marshmallows in your mouth and say yeah, chubby yeah. bunnies? You got it. And somebody died? I thought that happened. I hope it did. Uh, wow, okay. That seems like things just working themselves out. <laughs> um, a marshmallow tester is some, I think it's someone who just like gently squeezes all the marshmallow bags to make sure that they're squishy before they leave the factory. Well, there's a lot of plastic involved. That could be deadly. Trust me, they're not on here. Trying to find the loophole to where marshmallow testers are on here. What about um, public office people? So, uh, like politicians, I mean. Oh, they're protected by the Secret Service. 
That's why I said they're not on here. No, they wouldn't be on here. They're protected. Do do like state senators have bodyguards? No. Um, I'm trying to think at the state level who I think- The governors? The governor, lieutenant governor probably have one. Possibly the uh, the attorney general probably had one because he prosecutes, you know, big state crimes. Somebody- Prosecutes. Prosecutes. Probably prosecutes himself all the time, am I right? Pro- he could prosecute a crime for which someone would have the means and the money to like- you know, have him offed or something. Have him offed. Uh, okay. The the Labor Bureau probably doesn't track hitman deaths either. Mm-mm. A lot of all this stuff is on the books. Well, actually, mm, I don't know. We'll have an interesting discussion about of the books and what's on the books at some point here. I'm going to guess novelists are not on there. No, but Stephen King got hit by a van. Yes, he did. It, wasn't he probably like all coked up and walking on the road? I think he was clean by then. I won't give spoilers, but there's one of his novels where he is a character in the novel Mm -hmm. and this plays out. And that novel is The Notebook. Right, The Notebook. Why don't we get into it then? Yeah, let's just do it. Start guessing this list. What do you think are some of the top 10 deadliest jobs in America? Police officer. Uh, Law enforcement is not on here. Hmm. You know, in the larger list, they may have been on there. There was a list of the 25 or 35. Oh, okay. But... I wanted to make sure my notes on the, t- on the ones that I got were stout. I found it. Stout. Police and sheriff's patrol officers, patrol officers, are ranked number 14. Patrol officers. Yeah, 14. Are they talking about, are they talking about butt patrol officers? What? <laughs> How do you patrol Brandon, a butt? You follow the butt around, make sure it's safe, and make sure it's not getting into any trouble. Let's see. Most common causes of death on the job for those guys are intentional shootings. Like someone intentionally shoots them. Yeah. Well, that's a bad time. Let's move on. That's number 14. Yeah, they're not on the list. Uh, firefighters. Not on the list. Is there anyone that is like a government employee on the list? There are... It was not a trick question. Well, I'm looking. There are jobs, yes, there are jobs at which you could be employed by the city or state for some of these jobs, but they are not like law enforcement. Show me a garbage man being crushed to death in his garbage truck. (laughs) Show me garbage man. Garbage man is on here. He is on there? Number five. Yeah, he's number five. I was joking. Are they getting crushed by their garbage truck? Yes. How does that? Wow. Not in it, probably. Refuse and recyclable material collectors. So, not just the trash pickup, but also the recycling bin. That's number five on the list. They collect and dump refuse or recyclable materials from containers into the truck. The fatal injury rate for 100,000 workers is 34.1. The non-fatal injury rate is 2,702. Most of these injuries are from falls, slips, trips, and getting squashed by a garbage truck. How many of them were trying to get somebody's treasures out of the, <laughs> out of the garbage dump when this and didn't see, didn't see when the truck backed over them? <laughs> um, uh, well, let's, I mean, slips and falls are um, the most common uh, accident. The most common cause of fatalities or transportation incidents. Those account for 68% of deaths. Most of those involve the collector's trucks. 
uh, 29% of them are classified as pedestrian vehicular incidents, which includes incidents when garbage man is struck by someone's car. Damn. God bless. Well, I mean, you are out in the street all day. I used to have at my old house, the garbage man would come and he drives a big truck, but then his buddy, the one who rides on the back, also had a four-wheeler with a smaller- First of all, you're making an assumption that they're buddies. (laughs) His frenemy drove a four-wheeler around with a big bin on it and he would collect, you know, three or four houses and take that bin- to the truck. That guy could get squashed. And he, you're not supposed to drive a four-wheeler through a neighborhood. Why not? Because it's one of the, it's number five on the list of most dangerous jobs. That's why. Oh, you're the fun police, aren't you? This job makes a median annual wage of $35,000 a year. Damn. So, for $35,000 a year, well, hang on. Is this, are you talking about the people that are actually picking up the garbage from mm-hmm. homes? Yeah. 35,000 a year, that's not so bad. No, it's not too bad. Um, and that's the median. So, when we talk about these, that's, that's the, like, the middle. So, well, the if, folks at home, why don't you explain what the median it's is? It's the middle, Brandon. right? Median the middle. is the middle. And uh, you got to think that a lot of these people who survive long enough are driving the truck or bossing, these guy, uh, bossing the other uh, garbage men around. And let me give some credit here. I got some of this... All of the uh, articles that I read for this were sourcing the same data, uh, but one article uh, for which I got a lot of information was from USA Today. It was a slideshow. Got some from time.com and some from forbes.com. Speaking of a lot of information, let's take a quick break to tell you some information about a new podcast that we've been getting into, and that is the Folklore on the Rocks podcast. It is a Quote, booze-fueled, yeah. informative podcast about lesser-known monsters, cryptids, creatures, and folklore from around the world. Uh, I listened to their episode on Krampus, and they have a bunch of other cool folklore episodes like that. So, I highly recommend the Folklore on the Rocks podcast. Here is their quick promo. Hi there, I'm Logan. And I'm Lindsay. And we host the new podcast, Folklore on the Rocks, where we talk about folklore and lesser-known creatures, cryptids, and monsters from around the world. So when we say lesser-known, we mainly mean that we won't be covering creatures like Bigfoot or Nessie or Chupacabra, just because they're discussed so often, and the world just has so many other awesome options to draw from. Every two weeks, we will be diving deep into the legends and culture that surround a specific creature, and getting a little bit tipsy while we do so. But don't worry, we do our research sober. <laughs> On the weeks in between, we're going to be narrating and discussing folk tales. Some will be historical folklore from the regions that our creatures are from, and some will be modern folklore, such as no sleeps and creepypastas. Ooh. You can find out more about us on our website, FolkloreOnTheRocks.com, on Facebook and Instagram at FolkloreOnTheRocks, on Twitter at FolkloreRocks! So grab a drink, join us, and come on, let's dig deep together. Add the Folklore on the Rocks podcast to your list right under the Tennis podcast, of course. So, Brandon, we got number five is Refuse slash Waste Workers, a bunch of buddies riding uh, four-wheelers around collecting treasures from people's homes. <laughs> High-fiving and then getting hit by a car. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Men at Work starring Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez? 
Tell you what, idea right off the top of my head. For every one of these, I'll give a movie recommendation. Okay. For number five, uh, refuse and recyclable material collectors, uh, I have to recommend Men at Work, starring Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. Are they garbage men? Yes, and it is uh, a very funny, very underrated. It's before Charlie Sheen was super into drugs, and I think Emilio Estevez is really talented and really funny, and they're really good in it. They both used to be really good, like top billing actors. That was a good movie. Has a lot of great, great jokes. Mighty Ducks, the definitive Emilio Estevez film. Uh, it was a good film, though. Guess another one. Did you see the Mighty Ducks? Yeah. They're not on here. Hockey coach is not on here. All right. How about something sports or athletic related? No, nothing like that. Every job on here is a job by by people who are men amongst men or women amongst, men amongst or women amongst women. How about the elephant bathers at the circus? Mm-mm, there's nothing. Zookeeper. A zookeeper. There's nothing animal related in here. Really? Damn. Actually, there is one that's animal related, but it's. I don't think the animals cause the injuries. It's got um, you thinking now, isn't it? Okay, how about stuntmen? No. Are these real guesses? Some of them are and some of them aren't. I'll tell you what, one of the jobs on here, actually, one, two, three, four, at least four of the jobs on here have reality shows dedicated to how deadly and dangerous their profession is. Okay, truckers. Okay, truckers. Like an ice road trucker? Like an ice road trucker. Like an ice road trucker. These are any kind of truckers on or off the ice are number seven on the list. Fatality rate for injuries is 24.7. So, they they die like in accidents, right? (laughs) Yeah, uh, they die in accidents or most common accident, overexertion and bodily reaction. Bodily what? Bodily reaction. So, 80% of the fatal injuries occur from motor vehicle accidents. Oh, most common accident does not result in death. Overexertion and bodily reaction, are, that's just an injury. That's a non-fatal injury. Most fatal injuries, 80% from, yeah, having a, having a wreck, having just crash in your car or your truck. They drive trucks, Brandon, not cars. I mean- They're called truckers. Those trucks are insanely huge and heavy. Sure. I know people know that like, yeah, semi-truck is big and heavy. I don't think people realize just how big and just how heavy. We're talking trucks here, right? Yeah, and it's moving 75 miles an hour. And then people act like really shocked when they like fall over and a thousand pigs are squashed across the highway or uh, it's jackknifed <laughs> and it rolled over 30 cars. You're falling asleep while I'm talking about semi-truck. No, I was snorting like a pig to give the effect. Uh, now, <laughs> that's what happens when the pigs fall out. Are ice road truckers exclusively driving on ice? Or is that just one of many routes they do? I think there's a lot. I think there's several routes that are hazardous with ice. And these guys just, I mean, every, ep- I haven't watched it in years, but every episode I remember is like someone telling them on the radio, it's icy as shit up here. <laughs> it's icy as shit. <laughs> Be <up> careful. <laughs> They'll say, don't, don't do it. Don't drive the truck on the ice. Nobody can do it. It can't be done. But also, we need all that stuff here in six hours. And then this guy with a handlebar mustache is like, bite my bag, here we go. (laughs) No one can drive on it, but we need that shit here in six hours. Yeah. So, figure it out. (laughs) For your troubles, you will earn 
a median annual wage of $36,670. Okay, that's low because I had always heard that truck drivers make more than people think. Well, I think the median average is, it could be people who like drive part-time and stuff. It would really drag that average down. I've also heard that like, especially if you own your truck, right, you like make good money. Think of all the podcasts you can listen to as a truck driver. That might make it worth it. If you are listening to us right now and you're driving a big old truck, we want you to tweet us at Tennis Pod and tell us. Actually, anybody, whether you drive a truck or not, if you drive a long time and you get, how do you stop being sleepy? I can't drive two hours without starting to get sleepy. Well, I mean, I know that there's like a lot of jokes about truckers and taking- truck Truckers? Truckers me- and taking like drugs to stay awake. But seriously, what do you do to stay awake if it's not- You listen to the tennis podcast, the entertainment will be too much to uh, get sleepy. And I got to ask you, I met someone one time where- Is that just you breathing like an old man? Because that could also be you just breathing. You met someone what? So, I met someone once and they told me that their job was just to travel around the country and pick up vehicles and transport them. And by transport them, I mean like they drove them. So, Right. Someone wants their car in California but their car is in Texas. Right. You go get it and move it. Or a school district buys a school bus from another state. Right. That was the scenario. Did this person fly there and drive them? Well, no, Brandon. This person didn't have wings. She wasn't a magic fairy. Uh, I'm just kidding. I know you mean an airplane. And uh, yeah, so sometimes she'd fly there or sometimes they'll drive to where they're going and there's another vehicle there. Right. Doesn't that sound, that sounds like a badass little gig. That's not bad. I love, I mean, if I can stay awake, I love a road trip. Well, I've been on a road trips with you and um, I'm glad one of us was having fun. Mm. We got truckers, as you would say, yep. at number seven. Show me factory worker. No factory worker. I thought we talked back in the injury episode about all the the mushed winkies in the machinery. Right, but those aren't fatal injuries. You can mush, your, you can mush your winky a hundred times. And I mush my, how many times a day do you mush your winky, Brandon? <laughs> Not a hundred, but you can survive a lot of weenie mushings. Yeah. No, uh, I think factory workers are mostly getting their scalps ripped off or their- their uh, scalps? Or, How are they getting their scalp? They're not sticking their head in the machine. They're sticking their hands in there. Their hair gets caught. A wisp of hair. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> terrible. All right, I got another guess. Yeah. What if you are the Messiah? What? I mean- Messiah. I guess the rate for that is- <laughs> 100%, right? <laughs> uh, okay, he's not- He wasn't tracked. <laughs> he or she was not tracked by- He didn't pay his taxes, so they didn't track him. Yeah. Uh, how, okay. NASCAR drivers. Well, those are drivers. I'm, get, I'm kind of at a loss here. Really? Okay. How about um, pilots? Yeah. Yeah, you're getting it. Pilot. Aircraft pilot and flight engineers are number three on this list. Okay. I've, nope. I'm not going to accept that. Well, how many times do we hear- that you're more likely to die in a car accident on the way to the airport than you are to die in an airplane. Well, listen, you wild jackass. It's because it's the fatal injury rate per 100,000 workers. So, there are much fewer aircraft pilots than there are garbage men, right? If you say so. (laughs) There are. (laughs) So, it only takes a few uh, crashing or getting killed. Nose diving. 
yeah, I remember that guy in Europe who was sad and depressed and wanted to kill himself, but he also happened to be an airline pilot. So he just flew a whole commercial jetliner into a plane. I don't remember that. Holy shit. It was like four or five years ago. This uh, sad European aircraft pilot was suicidal and did this thing that I said five seconds ago. He crashed a plane into a mountain and everyone on the plane was like, quit it. He probably had a mushed winky. <laughs> probably made him suicidal. I did. I mushed it 101 times. <laughs> By the way, I like how I called it a winky and you called it a weenie. Oh, yeah, it's, it's both at so, our house, but. Our listeners can pick their poison. There was a lot of um, oh, weenie talk yesterday about the minions, <laughs> about their anatomy. Because we know, well, we know uh, that- um, they, have, they have little butts. They have little yellow butts, <laughs> as we saw in the minions movie. Stop. I have little, and my son, he's sexy, he said, how do you know? I said, we saw that movie in the theater. When he gets out of the hot tub, he had a little yellow butt. And he said- did he have a yellow weenie? And I said, no. <laughs> so, I, I put it to him. I said, what are you thinking? He said, no. Well, how do they- They don't. How do they reproduce? They've just always been there. They've all how been they, there. How do they TT? Did you not see the Minion movie? Yeah. But they started from somewhere and how do they- How do they- How do they TT? How do they urinate? That's what I fucking said, isn't it? Probably out of their butt. Same oh. as girls, right? Is there anything worse than being in an airplane that is destined for destruction and there's nothing you can do about it? I mean, no. <laughs> no, I guess not. Like, I, have you seen the movie United 93? No. Holy hell. For the, well, let me explain for the folks at home. Uh-huh. United 93 is a film depicting the final moments on September 11, 2001 for the passengers and I guess the terrorist hijackers of uh, Flight United 93 that crashed in uh, a field in Pennsylvania. It's not got Nicolas Cage or Tom Cruise or Julie Roberts in it. I didn't recognize any of the actors. That's saying something. So, that tended to make it more realistic that they were just, they felt more like real average citizens, like the real people who were in that because they weren't recognizable actors. And if that movie is anything to go on, uh, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it's, it's hot, hot fodder for a f comedy podcast. Uh, but I did think after September 11th of 2001, not 2018, if I was, if you're on a plane and something like that happens again, right? Mm -hmm. But a guy gets up and he wants something, he feels strongly about something and he's got some buddies with him. And they got some like pokey sticks and some spray and stuff and they're going to start. A pokey sticks. Is that a Pokemon? No, a pokey because you can't have a knife on a plane. Oh, they got to make a shiv or something. I think you can probably get. You could probably also hijack a plane with an aggressive Pokemon. <laughs> you summon him toward the pilot and say, pokey stick, go. <laughs> he'll say, pokey stick, pokey stick. And then he'll stick the hell out of that pilot. And with $30 million. And these political prisoners released or I'm going to open up fucking Squirtle in this airplane. Do you know what Squirtle evolves into? Uh, Aquaman. You got it. Yeah, I always thought if one of those guys stands up and he's like, ah, I'm going to take over this plane, he starts waving around a knife or something sharp. Wouldn't you just at this point knowing what the risk is of not uh, attacking him, wouldn't you just get up and try to kick his ass anyway? 
I think it's easier said than done, first of all. Right. But I think... Yes, kicking someone's ass is usually easier said than done. What I mean is um, if you're in a situation where you're being held hostage or someone has a gun to you and you have nothing to lose, you're saying like you have nothing to lose anyway, so why not just... Yeah, nothing to lose. Take off your belt, whack him with the belt or go for his eyes or his balls. The uh, unfortunate victims in that situation would probably tell you that it's easier said than done. But I think also you might have the hope that, well, you might also say, I have nothing to lose, but you calculate your odds. So, my odds of taking this guy down, especially if he has other cronies there with him, versus the odds of them having mercy and letting us go if we just cooperate, you weigh your odds. And so, I mean, I, I could see why someone would not just take out their belt, start whipping them. I would go for the eyes and the balls. Do, do you mean in a sexual manner or in a, <laughs> in a fighting manner? Either way, I'm going to subdue them. <laughs> In United 93, and I think this is an accurate representation of what happened on the, on the real flight, they also um, heat up either water or coffee, you know, in the, when the flight attendant heated uh-huh. up and that was one of the weapons they took as they tried to take back the plane is, can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, you don't have weapons because you're all in a plane and these guys have box knives and maybe some pepper spray or something. You're like, get me a boiling hot glass yeah. ju- jug of coffee and we're going to take them out. Those guys It'd are- be effective. They're really brave. If From everything I've seen and heard, man, they were some badasses trying to take that plane back over, but bad times. Uh, that, let's change the subject. I've only got three here. I'm really curious on what number one is. How about food competition participants? No. Like uh, Kobayashi? I don't, think they, I don't think they have the high fatality rate. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. We should consider training you to, to compete. I mean, you down like a thousand hot dogs a day anyway. If you can just channel that into a productive sport, you have a real chance. How many podcast hosts do you think were, were recorded murdering their co-hosts and then uploaded the recording to their RSS feed? I don't know, but I don't know why you're saying that. That wouldn't apply here. If you're talking about sidekick hosts killing their star hosts, then you might be onto something. But you can use hashtag hot dog Brandon. Shit is fake news. And while you're using that hashtag, you can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TennisPod10ISHPOD. Follow us there or else. Let me give you a serious guess. Do you need some hints or something? No, hang on. I got some guesses. There's a lot of no shit answers on here. By How about way. mailmen? Postal? No, no. How about like plant workers, like a no. nuclear plant or a. Hospitals. No. How about what you don't tell me yet? So you, when you guessed ice road truckers, remember I said some a lot of this, four of these have jobs just about this dangerous profession. And so you said ice road truckers. Go back to the shitty history channel shows. What? Pawn star pawn shop no, workers? No, there's no pawn shop workers. Gun salesmen? There's one I don't think this one is on his history channel. I think this one is on Discovery or something. But there's one show about a certain type of work that even has the word deadliest in it. Deadliest. And then the and then the job title after deadliest? Or no, not the job title, but deadliest. Deadliest jobs is Deadliest that show? catch. What do they do on Deadliest Catch? Catfishers? Well they don't catch Oh they fish. Uh, they they fish in like icy They're fishermen. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fisher, more fishermen die than, than police officers protecting our lives. Fishers and related fishing workers are number two 
No, it's not. Yes, it is. They use nets, fishing rods, traps, or other equipment to catch and gather fish or other aquatic animals. So, this also- Aquatic animals. So, manatees. Also, crabs. Those crabber guys. The fatality rate per 100,000 workers is 86. For reference, aircraft pilots was 55.5. Wow. That's a big jump. For fishermen, it's 86. And the non-fatal injury rate was not released, which makes me think it's high. Too scary for the general public. You could get swept overboard. There's big waves crashing on you. It's colder than hell. You could have literally two tons of fish or crabs could get dropped on your head if you're not careful. But they're squishy enough, you think you just kind of squeeze through instead of being squished. You'd get salmonella. Huh. That doesn't sound so bad. Uh, So, the median annual wage for a fisherman is $27,110. Before you move on, you never told us the salary for pilots. Oh, it's $105,720. They're much more uh, well compensated for the dangers that they face than fishmongers. Wait, is a monger the guy that handles the fish in a market? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. They don't get injured though. So, fishermen. Yep. When was the last time you were fishing? Um, like last year, I think. Did you catch anything? Oh, uh, yeah, like some little fish. And I'm not, don't be prepared to be excited about it. I kept, caught some little fish. Brandon, not a person on the planet has been excited or prepared to be excited over anything you've ever said. So, don't worry. Uh... You know, I caught a shark once. Well, it sounds like bullshit. Tell us about it. Uh, it's bullshit. So, is number one paid less than fishermen? No. Paid a little bit higher. Number one also has a show about it. I've never watched the show, but I've seen tons and tons of ads for it. And it's on the History Channel, or used to be. Boxers? Nope. Not Civil War generals either. <laughs> is it something stupid like fishermen? What is stupid about a fisherman? Because that's not a real job. <laughs> There's a bunch of guys getting off one of those crab boats right now ready to kick your ass. There's no fishermen out there. You're insulting some of the most like salty, <laughs> tough dudes in the world. Yeah, so they say. How about, how about a farmer? A farmer is on here. Do they die from like heat stroke and shit? No. Farmers, ranchers, and other agricultural managers... Oh, maybe like being stampled, uh, stampeded to death? Yeah, they're number eight. Listen to this fatality rate though. This is super interesting. I'm prepared to be excited. For reference, the fatality rate for number seven, truck drivers, was 24.7. The fatality rate for farmers, ranchers, and other agriculture managers is 23.1, so just slightly less. The non-fatality injury rate for truck drivers is 2,800, right? 2,800 per every right. 100,000. Right. So, basically, for every, for every injury by a truck driver that resulted in death, there were like 10 or 11 injuries that did not result in death. Okay? Okay. Farmers, ranchers, other cultural managers, the non-fatality rate is 28. So, it basically means that if you get injured as a farmer, rancher, or other agricultural manager, you have almost a 50-50 chance of it being a fatal injury. More than 50-50 chance, don't you? 
No, the fatality rate is 23.1. The non-fatality rate is 28. Oh, I see. So this, okay. It's uh, slightly better than 50% but that you it, will survive being trampled by a bull or getting sucked into a harvesting machine. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about a mushed winky. It'll mush everything from, the, from soup to nuts. Damn. They're, they're making $66,000 a year. I'm going to get kicked while they're trying to uh, get sweet on uh, one uh, of the lamb or the horses. Those would be ranchers. Remember that you sent me a clip one time of like a radio show, call-in show where... Of Loveline. Yeah, a guy called in saying he was having sex with his goat. Yeah, um, uh, back in the early 2000s, there were some episodes of the Loveline radio show uh, with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew, which a, a guy from Washington State called in and he had been uh, having relations with a goat and he wanted to know how to stop. And he called back. He called back in a couple times uh, over the like following months and stuff. He called back in once and told about a date he had with a woman with no teeth. And how did she compare it to his goat? It was a step, still a step up from the goat. Uh, maybe. Because the goat didn't want it. Well, that's what the goat might have said. Am I right? Poor goat. Okay. So, you said um, farmers and stuff. But there is something that, that is under that that I don't want to leave off here. So, there's a tie for number 10. There's actually two jobs tied for number 10. And one of those that is tied for number 10. It's very close to the one we just talked about, farmers, ranchers, and agriculture managers. It is miscellaneous agricultural workers. <laughs> and the, what so does that mean? <laughs> they're just people who like, like pick things on a farm or help move Well, why can't they be with farmers or ranchers? Because they're farmers, ranchers, and other agricultural managers. These are people who are like, Working a We didn't break out trucker managers and non-trucker managers into separate entries. Well, these are people who are, or their fatality rate is, is 17.4, so it's lower. And their non-fatality injury rate is 1,316. So, their job is generally more safer, which means they're generally, basically, they're farther away from the big dangerous equipment. They're picking things or moving things. Uh, but their most common fatal injury is being struck by an object like a get basically getting run over by tractors and off-road vehicles and for that they make the lowest amount of money on this list with $22,520 I really thought that'd be in the pilot uh, area for pay mm -mm. was that a mean joke no I mean if you're just picking picking blueberries versus the hundreds of hours of training to fly a plane Give that pilot some more money. Okay, so how about white plantation owners who own slaves and won't give the slave his wife back and the slave kills him and his entire family? Like in Django? Unchained? Yeah, I guess. I guess kind of like that. That fatality rate was high. They all died. He murdered everyone in that movie. All right, I have a real guess. Huh? You're not going to think it's a real guess. Well, give it to but me. But it is. Personal trainer. No. Why would that? Because of like a heart attack? Or like dumbbells falling on no, him and shit? No, no, no. Are you going to need some hints? So, I'm missing nine 
You're missing number. Wait, there is no nine, right? Because of there is a number nine. There's two oh, okay. number tens because they're they're tied. They have the an equal fatal injury rate. So I'm missing nine, six, four, and one. Let me let me give try a few more guesses here. Are there anything that is like a woman heavy job? No, there's not. Most of these jobs are typically associated with men. I'm sorry to say, I'm sure there is a woman who does every single one of these jobs somewhere. Except pilot, right? Because, <laughs> but most of you can't pay him that much. I mean, fortunately, most of the jobs in which you get killed doing were just were just put at throwing men at those. Uh, are these outdoor jobs? Yes. Still? Is it anything like bullshit fishermen? Well, but it's not bullshit. I don't understand why you. Because <laughs> <laughs> fishermen aren't real. Oh my god! It's just the made. Well, up thing. then number one, you might not feel like is real. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm gonna get it. How about um, uh, debt collectors? No. Repo men? No. Ringleaders at a circus? No. All right, give me a hint. Okay. And don't tell me that there's a show about it. I think. Well, there is a show about this. Okay. Well, that does obviously is not helping. Okay. Me. Um. Okay, I'll tell you one that uh, you probably wouldn't guess. Because you're too stupid. It's the other one that's tied for number 10. I'll give you, I'll give you some hints. Okay. It's outside. Um, Rodeo people. Be working with sharp equipment, uh, motorized equipment, electric equipment, gas-powered equipment. Um, Oil rig? No. You might get your toes slashed. Oh, uh, like lawnmower people. Uh, Grounds maintenance worker. No, I meant people that were like half lawnmower, half man. <laughs> the lawnmower man is on here. Number 10, the tie for miscellaneous agricultural worker is grounds maintenance worker. It has the same fat fatality rates, uh, 17.4, and they make $26,830 a year. And uh, yeah, they die by like getting hit by stuff or hit by a car or having an injury involving like a, a lawnmower or a tractor. All of these are awful ways to die. None of these jobs is like I accidentally got <laughs> injected with the death penalty serum and I went to sleep and never woke up. It's all like, it's all like, oh, grandpa fell into a harvesting machine and got turned into six bales of hay. Imagine seeing that. Ugh. Somebody harvested? Yeah. And like spit out like wheat? Ugh. Oh, man. So, that's grounds maintenance workers. What about lifeguards? Lifeguard is not on here. Or pool cleaning guys. I'll tell you what. There's two on here that are... If you guess number six, number nine is basically the supervisor for job number six. Give me more hints. Uh, these would be guys or gals who are raising, placing, and uniting iron or steel girders, columns, and other structural members to form. Construction workers. It's basically, it's structural iron and steel workers. So, it's a little bit different than like a construction worker who frames a house, right? Or puts up drywall. If you say so. In that they, these are guys who do structural work around iron and steel girders, columns. Basically, when you see a crane picking up a big 
steel column. And guys yeah. up on the building, you know that picture with the guys all sitting on a steel column in the air eating their lunch? No, I, never, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have reference to that. Well- what, Can you send me a picture of that so I can see it? The fatal injury rate is 25.1 for those Is guys. this number six? That's number six. They're getting stuff dropped on their heads. That's why they wear hard yeah. hats. If a steel- don't, don't help if a steel beam is falling from 100 feet. No, you- No. I don't think it even slows it down. And then number nine are the first line supervisors of people in construction trades and extraction work, which is, I assume, pretty close to the guys who are actually doing the work. The structural and iron steel workers, their fatality rate is 25.1 and they make 51800 a year. Their supervisors, their fatality rate is 18 and they make 62000 980 a year. That's not a big jump from non-supervisor to supervisor. Mm-mm. And it sounds like that the supervisor is like literally standing very near the person getting killed. So like their injury is just related to how close they may be standing to who them they're supervising. Well. So those don't, I mean, those don't seem like a shock to you, right? That people who work around steel girders. I find it pretty surprising. What about electricians. No, that's a good guess. What? Line workers, I think, is a good guess. What about welders? No. Is there anybody that works with fire? No. Blacksmith? No. Is that a, is that a job anymore? It is at um, Silver Dollar City. There's two left, uh, number four and number one. All right, let's go with four first. A shark no. researcher? No. Like those people in the shark cages? I guarantee you have seen one of these guys doing his job within the last couple weeks. Very near your own home. So, they're doing something in my neighborhood then? Yes. A sewer, sewer people? <laughs> <laughs> what? Ninja <Sewer>. Turtles? <laughs> aren't there people that go down there? Don't you? Aren't there ho- homes being constructed in your neighborhood? I said construction worker. Well, it's, that's, it's a specific kind of construction worker. What is, what, hey. To you, what is one of the most dangerous parts of- A roofer. A roofer. Roofers that are number four. What does a roofer do? They cover roofs of structures with shingles. They throw trash in your yard when you're <laughs> th- getting a house built next door. They throw a shitload of trash in your yard. A lot of uh, Red Bull cans and wrappers. Uh, like Taco Bell wrappers. Taco Bell wrappers. Are, I used to find a lot of wrappers from, uh, if you're not from an area that has a Quick Trip, Quick Trip is- a slightly better, like upscale uh, convenience store that also sell- lots of Bill Gates types yeah. shop there, uh, and they sell jalapeno breakfast sausages and stuff <laughs> like really high octane crap. <laughs> that if you're working outside, you can eat that and not probably be gross. But and those guys, those guys would just drink like sugar and eat this crap <laughs> and having the best time. Their fatal injury rate is 48.6. Most injuries are from falls, which is the reason that I won't, like, I won't get on my roof to do anything. I'm terrified of falling Not off. Not even to see the stars? <laughs> no, or put up Christmas lights when my child asked me. They make an median, median annual wage of $37,760 a year, which is better than I thought. I don't know. I guess... Can you imagine a r- roofing a roofer? A house, roofing yeah, but a they house. fall. It's like falling one or two stories. I mean, would that really kill you? Yes. If you fall on your head, I guess. You could fall on your... I, I had a friend in high school who fell off like a BMX bike and just landed on his shoulder, but it broke his collarbone 
and sent it careening the broken bone uh, towards his heart. Killed him? Uh, no, it was close, but he was fine. I mean, not fine, but he didn't die. But yeah, you I can just think f- these guys need to toughen up a little. Oh my God. Imagine it's summer in Oklahoma. So it's 98 degrees and 75% humidity. There are no, there's not a cloud in the sky and you are on top of a roof, possibly hung over. How are you not going to fall off? Because God will protect me. Uh, well, I guess he's not looking out for 48.6 out of 100,000. He's not looking out for Julio and, um, oh. <laughs> Come on. You know what? You know what? They're probably not as many undocumented roofers as you would think because this was all reported to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Yeah, but if it captured everyone who wasn't reported to, it might be number one. Dude, I've seen those guys out there working on Thanksgiving like it was nothing. Well, maybe they enjoy a nice turkey dinner on the roof. <sighs> maybe so. Uh, I think of all the jobs- That's probably why they fall, they slip on the mashed potatoes. Of all the jobs on here, I think roofer is one of the toughest. So, I'm really at a loss for what number one could be. Is it SeaWorld worker? No. Let me give you, let's see here. So, I already told you the fatal injury rate for 100,000 workers is 135.9. That's high. It is very high. Basically, any clue I can give you about this is going to immediately give it away. Paul Bunyan. A lumberjack. Logging. There's no lumberjacks anymore. Logging workers. Lumberjacks, that's like fishermen. They're not real. The most deadliest job in America are logging workers. Uh, They use mechanized equipment or hand tools to cut down trees. So, we're talking axes, right? Yeah, or... Winkies? Well, they also have... They have like um, tractors and stuff that have big blades and shit on them. Uh, But it might not surprise you that the most common type of fatal injury is being hit by a falling log or tree. And f- well, for their troubles, they make $37,590 a year. Lumberjack, uh, a real, real life lumberjacks are out there getting killed. How many of them are riding blue oxes around? Uh, Wasn't that a thing with Paul Bunyan? Paul Bunyan had Babe the Blue Ox. So, was Paul Bunyan, he's just not a real guy, right? Uh, yeah, he's like Pecos Bill. He's, what do they call that? Not an urban legend. Folk legend? He's a, he's, yeah, he's a folk legend, folk hero. God damn it. Don't say it again. What? Folk? Uh, you just put so much emphasis on the L, on the L. One time I made my wife throw up when she was pregnant because I highly emphasized the L in milk. Yeah, it drives me nuts too. She likes some milk. And the, the, just that L in milk made her throw up. Well, all of our listeners are throwing up as well. So, we got the top 10. I guessed all of them. Uh, Eventually, you sure did. I guessed every single one. Yes, you technically had said all these words at some point in your life. And I'm going to challenge our listeners, if you do any of these jobs and you've been injured or you know someone who's been injured or Or you died or you're you're died, you're dead. We want you to tweet us at 10ishpod and tell us and we will retweet it. Maybe we'll read it on the air. No, we don't do that. We don't want to give him a big head, Brandon. Have a bunch of Brandons running around. But I'm going to read some Apple Podcast reviews on the air. Should we do that real quick before we go back through the top 10? Sure. I got some good ones this week. So, what we're doing here is we're reading 
reviews that have been written by listeners on Apple Podcasts, uh-huh. also known as iTunes. And I have one here from Bacon Kisses. Oh, sound good. Listen to this. I heard about this podcast while listening to Clear Your History Podcast. So, shout out to Clear Your History Podcast, which I am a fan of. They did a commercial for these guys and I decided to give it the old college try. Every episode has been funny and also informative. I don't know why I'd ever need to know that Noah was in the top 10 for boy baby names in 2011. Spoiler. But I'm a better person for it. Very relatable material and it's pretty great-ish. Give it a listen. You'll love it. Thanks, dude. So, thanks for the fucking spoiler, Bacon Kisses, on the baby boy names. All right, I got one more from... This is from The Mythical Podcast, the host of The Mythical Podcast. They said, it's great for trivia. The idea of 10 lists is original and fun. I haven't seen any of the pods like it. Nick and Brandon are great hosts. I think that's a typo. I think they meant Nick is a great star host and Brandon's a great sidekick host. We'll uh, edit that uh, in post-production. But it's a shame one of them doesn't like Boy Meets World. I didn't say I don't like it. No, everyone knows you don't like Boy Meets World and we're losing listeners because of it. It was part- So, you need to stop saying it. It was part of the TGIF lineup, right? I don't know, Brandon. I watched it in reruns. Well, I watched it first air. My eyeballs were on it before yours and I know about it. I watched it. And you didn't like it. I didn't say I didn't like it. It just didn't. Then why does Mythical Podcast say that you didn't like it? Man, I probably could have said I didn't like it. I don't think I... I don't... I you said it and I've had people tweeting about it too that say, I can't believe Brandon like Boy Meets World. Is he even a real person? It, I don't... Hashtag hot dog Brandon. There is a difference between actively disliking if that show was on Netflix right now, you would watch it? Yeah, hell yeah, I'd watch it. I see like I wouldn't go out of my way to avoid it. If, well, I walked in the, if I walked in the room and it was on, I wouldn't vomit on my pants. But if I saw that it was on Netflix, I went like I would say, oh, I remember that show and I would just keep going. I remember a lot about it. The parents, Mr. McFeeny. and his older brother had cool Mr. hair. Mr. Hang on, hold up. Mr. McFeeny. Mr. Feeney? We're done here. We're done. I got him uh, confused with Mr. McFeely. No, we're done. By the way, shout out to the Boar Meets World podcast, a Boy Meets World podcast. That is a great show that I listen to about Boy Meets World and you should too, unless you're Brandon because you don't even know who Mr. Feeney is. We got to move on. I'm like, I'm boiling hot. Mr. McFeely was the, was uh, the mailman so on Mr. Rogers. Can you walk us back through the top 10? Yes. Cut out this pause where I had to go reach over from my list again. There's a time. And if you knew how many pauses I edited out, you'd be, you'd throw up like your wife. There's a tie for number 10, tie between miscellaneous agricultural worker, which I feel they could have given them a more substantial title. Like uh, sexy farmer. <laughs> Is that funny to you? You don't think there's any sexy farmers out there? No, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, number 10 was a tie for miscellaneous agricultural worker. And grounds maintenance workers. Uh, number nine was first line supervisors of construction and extraction workers. Number eight was farmers, ranchers, and other agricultural managers. The, the non-sexy farmers. Yeah. Gross farmers. Number seven is drivers and truck drivers. Number Truggers. Th- Truggers. Number six was structural iron and steel workers. Five is refuse and recyclable material collectors. Number four is roofers. Number three, pilots. Number two, fishermen. Number one, logging workers. So, we'll call number one pilots because one and two don't actually exist. Lumberjack. By the way, I'm, I was on Twitter 
There's a guy whose last name is Grinch. Yeah. Oklahoma to hire Ohio State's Alex Grinch as his next defensive coordinator. Can you imagine growing up with that name? Wait, the University of Oklahoma? We just hired a Grinch? You do have years. I am disturbed about this. Do you think he can make all the practices? Oh, he's our new defensive... Co- what now? What? I said, do you think he can make all the practice sessions when he's in between stealing Christmas from the Who's? It'll be really good for recruiting because those are young kids who remember how good the Grinch movie was. Well, with that, I think we should probably sign off, right? Anything else? No. Try not to do these jobs. Try to do a sit-down job if you can. Try to do a job where you can do nothing but listen to our podcast. And while you're doing that, you should write a review for us on iTunes so we can read it on the air. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week. Well, good deal, everybody.